You're listening to Chris Dunn on BootboyRadio.net. Greetings and welcome to this week's edition of the CDRS, the Chris Dunn Reggae Show. On today's programme we're going to be celebrating reggae artists' birthdays in no particular order. We have Chester Miller, Kirk Diamond, Derek Simpson... Dillinger and Supercat, and we will be remembering artists no longer with us whose birthday would have been this week, Augustus Pablo, Lynn Tate, and Astro of UB40. We've also got the present day look at the Jamaican charts in the last section of the show, and if I can squeeze in a few new releases, I will do, but otherwise it'd be some classic scar. Rock Steady, Roots, Lovers Rock and Dance All Tracks on the way. So, we're going to start the show this week with 96 the song has simmering rootsy beat, subtle infectious melodies and lovely guitar work with potent lyrics. The album was an enormous critical success in the UK and Europe and spawned an all-time classic single in the title track. The album introduced two new band members to the group. They were Willie Root Stewart on drums and lead singer William Clark, known as Barney Ruggs. So, let's have it. We're going to have 96 Degrees in the Shade by Third World. 
time now to remember the reggae musician Lynn Tate, born 22nd of June 1934 and passed away at 75 on the 20th of January 2010. Now, Lynn was a guitarist born in San Fernando, Trinidad and Tobago, who later moved to Jamaica to become a pioneer of rock steady music. He was born near Lynn Tate. He first started out as a musician playing in a local steel drum band. Before taking up the guitar when he was age 14, he formed his own band and he was booked by Byron Lee to perform at the Independence Jamaican Day celebrations of 1962 on August 6th. It was there that Lynn Tate decided to stay in Jamaica and he started living in Kingston and he played in a number of bands that included the Sheiks, the Cavaliers, the Comets. And, and he also worked with Bubba Brooks, the Scatterlights, and Tommy McCookin's Supersonics. The most successful of the groups that uh, Lynn Tate was in was the Jets that were formed in 1966, which included Hux Brown, Hedley Bear, Gladstone Anderson, Winston Wright, and Hope and Lewis. Lynn Tate's guitar style was inventive and unconventional. Lynn Tate and the Jets played on hundreds of recordings, uh, recording sessions for Jamaican producers, such as Bunny Striker Lee, Arthur Duke, Reed, Joe Gibbs, Clement Coxon, Dodd, and Sonia Pottinger, often performing up to five sessions a day. So, to remember the legendary musician Lynn Tate on the 22nd of June that would have been his birthday, let's play this rock steady instrumental called Bog Walk.
Coming up next, celebrating his birthday, Lester Bullock was born on the 25th of June 1953. He's better known by the name Dillinger, a Jamaican reggae artist. He was part of the second wave of DJ Toasters who rose to prominence during the mid-70s. Born in Kingston, Jamaica, as a young man, Dillinger would hang around Dennis Al Capone's El Paso sound system. And this exposure would eventually lead to work in 1971 as a DJ on the Prince Jackie and El Paso sound system. Initially influenced by the likes of the big youth, Uroy and Dennis Al Capone, Dillinger first started performing as Dennis Al Capone Jr. The first record produced was when he worked with Lee Scratch Perry, who decided that he should change his name to Dillinger after the gangster John Dillinger. And Perry produced the first recording, which was called Dub Organizer, and released as a debut single. Several other Perry-produced singles followed, but we were limited to success. So in 1974, he recorded freshly for Yabby U, which brought him his first hit. And in 1975, saw a slew of releases with a variety of producers. That included Augustus Pablo, Joseph Kim, Winston Holness, and Clement Coxon Dodd. He recorded albums with Dodd and Hugh Kim that would soon follow. And in 1979, Produced by Who Kim came his biggest hit called Cocaine in My Brain. It was a hugely popular international hit and was number one in the Netherlands. In the early 80s, he saw two albums fail and a rework of Cocaine of My Brain called Marijuana in My Brain. His recording output dropped in the second half of the 80s. Although he also started producing other artists, he again tried re-recording in the early 90s. Because of very limited success, he went on to start his own record label called Scandal Bag. So, to celebrate Dillinger's birthday on the 25th of June, we're going to play his most known international hit. Here comes Cocaine in My Brain. Hey, Jim! Jim, just a minute, y'all. I want to buy you something. I want you to spend something for me, Jim. Can you do that? Sure, John. But I want you to spend for me New York. John, why are you asking me to do that? I just want to spend New York, Jim. Well, I come on away, man. N-E-W-Y-O-R-K. That's New York, man. No, Jim, you made a mistake, Jim. I'm gonna teach you the right way. I'm the proper way to spend New York. Well, go ahead, John. A knife, a fork, a bottle, and a cup. That's the way we spend New York, Jim. Yeah. You see, I'm a dynamite. So all you got to do is hold me tight because I'm all sight, you know? Because I'm a dynamite. Whatever time I walk in the rain, Man, oh man, I feel a pain. I feel a burning pain, keep on burning in my bloody brain. I've got cocaine running around my brain. I've got cocaine running around my brain. I want to think so, brother, so sister. I want you all the time to go down my down mind. Yeah, I've got cocaine running around my brain. You see, they always like my kitchen mess. Cause I'm cooking, 
We're now going to play you a track from Mr. Bob Andy, and it's a classic roots reggae track from him. It's called Fire Burning, and here comes Bob Andy. track from Studio One, released in 1967. It was released on the famous Blue Cockthorn record label by the group called The Soul Agents. Now, the group only released a handful of singles in 1967, and that's all you got. 
So, so the, the backing band is the Studio One Session Band, the Soul Defenders, and the vocalists are Clement Dodd and Jackie Mitter. Yes, the two big names at Studio One. So here comes this track called Get Ready, It's Rock Steady. Sponsored by the Prince Regent, Regent Road, Great Yarmouth. Live entertainment seven days a week throughout the summer season and every weekend throughout the whole year. Great Yarmouth's premier live entertainment venue, the Prince Regent, Regent Road, Great Yarmouth. Coming to you coast to coast and giving the most. 
It's the UK's radical reggae music ambassador on the CDRS for the Chris Dunn Reggae Show. Keep it locked and turn it up. Coming up next, I've got a great scar instrumental. It's from a group called Maroon Town that were formed in 1990 in Brixton, Lambeth, South East London. Now, it's a nine-piece band which combines uh, several factors of music, such as breakbeat, scar, rap and dub, in a high-energy musical fusion. The name Maroon Town is taken from the Rutland community in Jamaica that was formed by Runaway Slaves, and the multiracial band Maroon Town started life 32 years ago. They've enjoyed world success. And, and they've played at festivals all over the continent, including Scandinavia and Spain, Japan, Canada, Venezuela, Barbados, Jamaica, Sri Lanka, Indonesia, Central Asia, and of course, Britain. So, so going to play you this track. Here comes Goodbye to the Empire from Maroon Town. In Jamaica, they couldn't find work. Discouraged but full of hope, they sailed for Britain. Citizens of the British Empire coming to the mother country with good
Kirk, Kirk Douglas, Douglas celebrates his birthday on the 24th of June. He's, He's better known by the name Kirk Diamond, a Jamaican-Canadian reggae and dancehall singer-songwriter, producer and entrepreneur who's based in Brampton, Ontario, Canada. Diamond was born Kirk Douglas in Spanish Town, Jamaica. He immigrated to Canada with his family in the 1990s at the age of 10. And in 2010, Kirk joined the dancehall music group Don Dem. Don Dem? released two projects in 2011 called The Loaded Mixtape and in 2013 called The Remix Tape. And in 2014, Kirk celebrated with TG, aka Tommy Gunn, to release a single, Dem The Real, under the Arms House label in Jamaica. But in 2015, Kirk and Bob the Builder of Don Dem were nominated for Juno Awards for the single Love In A Wee Heart, which was produced by French Base Galong Records. In 2016, he travelled to Jamaica to collaborate with Derek Morgan on a remake of the uh, famous 1960s song that Derek recorded called Conqueror. And with high anticipation for the release of Diamond's solo debut EP in 2017 that was called Greater, Kirk flew to the UK to promote the project. In 2018, the EP Greater won a Juno Award for the uh, Best Reggae Recording of the Year. And in 2018, Kirk also would emerge as one of the most sought-after performers in Canada, performing over 72 shows in a year. Two more Juno nominations followed in 2021 for the song Let It Be, and in 2022 for Too Rough. So, to celebrate Kirk Diamond's birthday on the 25th of June, Gonna play, play you the song, song that won the Juno Award. Here it comes, Greater from Kirk Diamond.
up next, we're going to play you three female legends of uh, reggae music. We're we'll talking about three ladies that uh, actually had careers before they joined forces together to become members of Bob Marley and the Wailers back in vocal trio, the I-3s. Yes, we're talking about Judy Mowat, Marcia Griffiths and Rita Marley. Now, they... Came, came into, into force in 1974 when Peter Tosh and Money Way left the group, and uh, they were there to pr- provide harmony and backing vocals. So, so I'm going to start with Judy Moe, one of Reggae's leading vocalists. Started out in the mid 60s with the Gay Lets, also known as the Gay Tones. Then she had a solo career before joining the I3s and carried on in the 80s and 90s as a soloist. So I'm going to play you this track called The Gardener that was released as an artist called Julie Ann or on some releases. Working with top producer Joe Gibbs in 1971, here it is, The Gardener by Julie Moe. Marcia Griffiths from 1993 with a song called I Shall Sing that was with producer Donovan Germain. Marcia, a reggae icon, started off in the 60s with Clement Dodds, who started her off singing in duos with the likes of Jeff Dixon and Bob Marley, Bob Andy and Tony Gregory. She then sang soloist for uh, a while to the early 70s, where she rejoined Bob Andy as part of the duo Bob and Marcia. 
Alpha Rita Constantia Anderson, otherwise known as Rita Marley. She started out with the girl group The Soulettes alongside her cousin, Constantine Walker and Marlene Gifford. The group did a few tracks with Lee Scratch Perry at Studio One, but it was Bob Marley who mentored the group and also managed them. Obviously falling in love with Alpha Rita, Bob and Alpha Rita married in February 1966. In 1968, whilst Bunny was uh, detained, Rita stepped in and sang with the Wailers, both Bob and Peter, for a while. Rita did not sing again until joining Judy and Marcia in the I Freeze in 74. And after Bob's death in 81, Rita recorded a few albums. In 1986, she created the Bob Marley Museum. So, I'm going to play you... Uh, a big song from Rita Marley now, all the way back from 1966. It's a cover version of the Crispians and Peter song Pied Piper that was recorded at Studio One with Mr. Clement Dodd and the Soul Brothers. This is Rita Marley and Pied Piper. to remember a reggae artist, producer and melodica player, none other than Horace Swalby, who was born on the 21st of June 1954, better known as August Pablo, he popularised the use of the melodica and his album King Tubby's Meets Rockers Uptown is often regarded as one of the most important examples in dub. Now, Augustus was born in St Andrew, Jamaica, and he learned to play organ whilst at Kingston College School. He first started out recording with Chin Loy. He set up his own record label, 
called. One, one was, was called Hot Stuff, Stuff Message, Message, and, and Rockers, Rockers that was named after his brother's sound system. He released a steady stream of well-received instrumentals, mostly versions of old hits from Studio One. He's also worked with fellow artists such as Fred Locks on the Black Star Liner. He's also worked with artists like Dillinger, Norris Reed, Iroy, Jacob Miller, Romaine Stewart, The Heptones, Bob Marley, to name a few. Uh, his career slowed down in the 80s, and he passed away on the 18th of May 1999 of a collapsed lung. So, to remember August Pablo on what would have been his birthday on the 21st of June, here comes the famous track, King Tubby meets Rockers Uptown. Chester Miller, celebrating his birthday on the 20th of June, is a Jamaican-Canadian reggae artist, originally born in Mandeville, Jamaica, but he resides in Toronto, Canada, and is blessed with a remarkable voice which has earned him several Canadian reggae music awards, including Top Male Performer, Top Male Vocalist and Top Reggae Album Award for his album, Never Let Jar Go. He also received a Juno nomination in 1989. Chester Miller is a well-known artist in Canadian reggae, and he's been there for many years. He rose to prominence in Jamaica, 
in, in 2019, 2019 after, after a stellar performance at the Dennis Brown Tribute Concert in Kingston with a Dennis Brown look and sound, and performing alongside reggae greats like Freddie McGregor and Alton Ellis, who actually inspired Chester to continue working on his craft. He started singing at 16 and within three years had a UK number one song with Saturday Evening in 1985 that was produced by Pete Weston and Leroy Sibbles. So, to celebrate Chester Miller's birthday on the 20th of June, we're going to play you this latest release from him. It's an EP that contains five original songs and they were recorded with the producers Tim Dub, Josh Goldman. Tim and Josh wrote the music and Chester Miller wrote the lyrics. And the song we're going to play you is going to be called Loving Feeling, which is what the EP's called.
you can follow the CTRS on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. It's the Chris Dunn Reggae Show. You're listening to Chris Dunn on BootboyRadio.net. Time now to remember the uh, reggae musician Terence Oswald Wilson, former member of UB40, known as Astro, born on 24th of June 1957, Birmingham. He's a British vocalist and former member of UB40. Astro joined UB40 in 1979, shortly after the band was formed, and he also stayed with uh, Ali Campbell and UB40 when the group split in 2013. They broke through in the early 80s with their unique take on British reggae and found many charts. Successes. The Birmingham-based group, named after the then-government unemployment benefit form, sold more than 70 million records and enjoyed three number ones. The group also enjoyed success around the world, including America, where Red Red Wine went to number one, as did Can't Help Falling In Love and they were both Billboard chart number ones. He acquired the nickname Astro as a child because he wore Dr. Martin boots with the famous name Astronaut on them. And he's much appreciative that no one called him Astronaut and shorted it to Astro. And that name has stuck over the years. Astro passed away aged 64 on the 6th of November 2021. So to remember Astro on the 25th of June, we're going to play a song where he sings lead vocals. Here comes UB40 with Rats in My Kitchen.
celebrating his, his birthday on the 24th of June will be Ducky Simpson. Born, Born in 1950 in Kingston, Jamaica, he's a Jamaican reggae singer and he's one of the founders of the reggae band Black Uhura, who received reggae history's first Grammy in 1985. Now, the roots of Black Uhura were formed in Kingston, Jamaica's Waterhouse district, also known as Firehouse in the early 60s. Though considered to be one of Jamaica's toughest neighbourhoods, its homes served several reggae singers or musicians. It was there that Derek Ducky Simpson grew up and learned to sing from boyhood friend Winston Pike Matthews and Lloyd Bread McDonald of the Wailing Souls and Bob Marley. He recorded four tracks with the Wailing Souls before forming his own group and Black Uhura was formed with Irving Spencer and Rudolph Dennis. At the end of the 70s, Garth left and, and the, the group, group was reformed, reformed by Ducky by adding Michael Rose and Errol Nelson, both from the Waterhouse Sound District. They recorded their debut album Love Crisis in 1977 at Prince Jamie's famous studio in Waterhouse on St Lucia Road, and it was later re-released as Black Sounds of Freedom. Errol Nelson left, and the American singer Sandra Puma-Jones joined, and also drummer Sly Dunbar and the bassist Robbie Shakespeare to production and lifted the band to higher levels. The band became a world-leading reggae band in the years 83 to 85. Their album anthem was released as an original version in 83 that blended for an American and European audience. And it was this album that won the Grammy Award in 
Cyprus and Barry Biggs next, a Jamaican singer. Started out with Byron Lee and the Dragonairs as the lead singer. He uh, recorded their debut single, which was a cover version of the Osmonds hit One Bad Apple, way back in 1971. And he broke into the international reggae scene in 1976 with a song called Work All Day that he actually recorded several years earlier. Between the years of 1976 and 1981, Barry enjoyed six hit singles in the UK single charts. One of them, from 1977, was called Sideshow, a cover version of the American band's Blue Magic hit single, which, for Barry, peaked at number three. So, we're going to play Barry Biggs' Sideshow.
Born on the 25th of June, 1963 in Kingston, Jamaica, he is a Jamaican DJ who achieved widespread popularity during the late 80s and is considered one of the greatest DJs in the history of the uh, Jamaican dancehall reggae scene. He was brought up in Kingston's tough Severite Garden neighbourhood that was then known as Cockburn Pen. But it's home to groundbreaking DJs like Prince Jasbo and Uroy. At the age of seven, he helped out at the Seoul Imperial Sound System and that allowed him to assist at a local club called Bamboo Lawn, where he was spotted and he went on to audition with Joe Gibbs. But unfortunately, that audition was unsuccessful. So he started appearing as a DJ under the name Cato Rock, but he soon switched that to Supercat. He also appeared as Wild Apache, a name given to him by another artist known as Early B. His first debut recording was with Winston Riley on his Technique record label, and the song was called Mr. Walker that was released in 1981 that established his recording career. He went on to record with other producers such as Jar Thomas, and he also worked with LB on the Kilimanjaro sound system in 1984. His debut album came in 1985 called City Boots Day, and he started his own Wild Apache production label and began producing his own records. He joined Columbia Records in the United States and released the album Don Dada. And because of singles such as Don Dada, Ghetto Red Hot and Demo Worry Wee, he won an award for being the best dancehall artist of the year in 1993 with the Source magazine. Super Cat is the elder brother to Junior Cat, and he's also first cousin to the reggae singer Marcia Griffiths. So to celebrate Super Cat's birthday on the 25th of June, get to play this track called Too Greedy. It's off of the album called The Struggle Continues, and it utilizes the famous Studio One Real Rock rhythm.
And, and it's, it's a, a true, true example of grace under pressure because Derek was actually threatened by a dangerous rude boy called Busby who wanted a song made to celebrate rude boys that rude boys feared nothing. And uh, when the song was actually released, dangerous rude boy Busby actually loved it. He was uh, celebrating wildly, but sadly his life got cut short. Because on hearing the song played at a dance, he accidentally spilled over some wine glasses belonging to a rival gang's girlfriends. And a 12-year-old boy, obviously trying to get into the gang, walked up to Busby and shot him in the head at close range. Let's hear the song, Derek Morgan and Tougher Than Tough. Thank you. 
Point Radio, brought to you in association with Links Property Maintenance. Co.uk. Coming up next, we've got a big, big dancehall track, track from uh, Mr. Damien Junior Gone Marley, who released this seminal album in 2005 called Welcome to Jamrock, which was his third studio album. Well, the album won a Grammy in 2006 for the best reggae album, and it was produced by Damien and his brother Stephen Ragamuffin Marley, mixed by Errol Brown. It made number one on the Billboard reggae charts. Going to play the big track from the album. It's, it's called Welcome, Welcome to Jamrock, and, and it was adapted from a Nani Kamo song that, that came from 1983 called World of Music. So, here it is, Mr. Damien Jr. Gone Marley, and Welcome to Jamrock. I don't know the 
This is uh, from 
coming up next is uh, Mr. Dennis Emmanuel Brown. He started out in the late 60s, age 11, and he has recorded more than 75 albums. And he was an international reggae superstar in the lovers' rock genre. Bob Marley cited Dennis as the crown prince of reggae, and Dennis would prove influential on future generations of future reggae singers. So I'm going to take a track from 1984, working with Joe Gibson and Errol Thompson, comes an album called Love's Got a Hold on Me. That album made number one in the UK reggae charts and was released as a single where it also made number one. Backed by We The People's Band, this is Dennis Brown and Your Love's Got a Hold on Me.
And then this week's, week's number two, two climbing climb the charts, still at one place from number three, we find coffee and the single shine.
Until then, look after yourself and stay safe. Goodbye.